Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lawrence under center, play fake, half roll to the right, being chased. Deep ball, oh, he's got Zay Jones all alone. At the 20, at the 10, Kelvin Joseph finally caught him, but after he carried him into the end zone, Joseph beaten like a drum. <laughs> Brad Sham on the call. Brad will join us at 8.40 this morning. Ugh, that was a vicious double move that Kelvin Joseph fell for. Man, they made Zay Jones look like Jimmy Smith or Keenan McCardell, Bobby Belt. Good Lord. Three touchdown receptions? Are you kidding me? Three touchdowns? A lot of people felt like the game kind of turned right there with the momentum. Zay for 59. That made it 27-17. Dak throws the interception on their own goal line, and then it felt like the dam broke from there. It's, it's the Green Bay game all over again. You have a, you know, two touchdown lead and then you get beat by Zay Jones slash Christian Watson and you go into overtime and dumb mistakes and it's just, man, it's a frustrating showing from them in general. And it's tough because there was so much to like about the game. Like, here's the deal. And I know the fan text is going to light up about this one and that's fine. If y'all don't want to be rational about the performance, I that's fine. Yeah, I, I understand the frustration. That was the best game Dak Prescott's played this season. He was very good yesterday. He had a better QBR than Trevor Lawrence. He was really good yesterday. I mean that that wheel he was route, really he, really good. That wheel. No, I, I I'd say he was he was bordering on great. He was he was really on that wheel route. That's he why threw, I said two reallys. No, I know two reallys is closer to great than really. That's good. That's what I'm saying. Like like I'm, I'm I want to go even further, but like the wheel route he threw to Hendershot yeah. was the best pass we've seen him throw this year. And we're talking about, like, honestly, my frustration a lot of times was that there seemed like moments where it's like you're you're too committed to the running game, like, like almost at times. And then there were times where they decided, like, near the end of the game, where it's like, why are you passing? Run the ball. And so there's just not a lot of consistency with the field again. But I thought, like, overall, Dak was really, really good. And I know people are going to kill him for the two interceptions. One, Noah Brown dropped it. Two, that wasn't a great pass. His arm was hit. That's why the ball sailed 
But like okay, in general, I, I don't think that was a great throw. I didn't see his arm hit on the first one. It was. We, we, so we were we were like literally in the press box. Our seat was like directly in line with him, and we saw the defensive end disengaged from Peters and hit his elbow. Peyton, did you see it? Did you see Dak's arm hit on the goal line? Not until there was like a replay on Twitter that I saw afterwards because I was I was getting ready to flame Dak on that one too. Then I. But you did see it. I did see it. And you feel like it got hit enough to contribute to the ball sailing that much? I did, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel better because otherwise that was an inexcusable pick. Awful, awful interception. But I'm going to take y'all's word for it, but I still, well, I won't. I'm gonna ninety percent take your work. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna go look at a replay. I gotta see it for myself. There, there's ten percent still that you're just being a dag, uh, a dag head, a dag head. People <laughs> said Bobby will defend it somehow. It would explain it more than Dak making that decision because again, you get the interception issue. Nine interceptions since week ten. No one else in the NFL has more than five. That's why they call him Nine God for his nine interceptions. That would be Tony Romo. But look, oh, I guy. I agree with you. Star up to Dak Prescott, and I don't have any hesitation in saying that whatsoever. First half, 15 of 16 for 137 and 2. He had seven incompletions the whole game. Seven incompletions. I had no doubt they were going to go down the field before Noah Brown screwed things up and score and and kick a field goal. He already had a game-winning type drive and throw to Noah Brown where he spun left. That was a fantastic play. That was on third down, too. Yeah, third and six. Dak was excellent, outstanding. And you know I'm not the biggest Dak lover, but as my T-shirt says, fair as F. (laughs) You got to give props. And I was willing to fight this fight a couple weeks ago, the Noah Brown deflected interception that people blamed him for, which you were dead wrong about it. It was not on Noah Brown. This one is even more of an easy case to be made. It's There's no debating. That pick to Noah Brown at the end was Noah Brown's fault. If you look at the replay, take the time to watch it, look at the still shots, and see the ball in Noah Brown's chest, not his hands, in his chest, and still figure out a way to blame Dak for that, you are the worst type of political follower I, that I, I can't take. <laughs> you 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 have made up your mind, you're dug in, and you refuse to change no matter what. You hate the guy. You hate the guy, and nothing that he does, he could win four straight Super Bowls, and you would not admit that you were wrong. That is on Noah Brown. Period. No debate. It's not interesting as a topic. It's not 50-50. It was in Noah Brown's damn chest. And the excuses that I saw made to try to blame Dak... From the Dak haters, oh, he should have thrown it away. Okay, so if Dak throws the ball away and you punt and Jacksonville kicks a field goal, you're you're fine with that? You weren't able to stop Jacksonville whatsoever. Oh, it was a wobbly ball. Oh, it it was low. Noah had to get low for it. Dak was off platform. Oh, I got a platform tweet. He's not Pat Mahomes. Stop throwing horizontal with your feet. Y'all, you're reaching. You, You sound desperate and you sound clueless. That's on Noah Brown. And I'll take phone calls on it if you want, because it was in his chest, period. Stop. Stop. You want me to be even-handed and give you one big problem I had with Dak yesterday? Does anyone disagree first? I want to get this out of the way. I I hope not. We'll watch the fan. Although, see, you know what? We had uh, one from the uh, the 816. 
said that uh, star down Dak Prescott. Can we once and for all say he's our biggest weak link? That was their takeaway. No, from Calvin the game Joseph. Yesterday. Calvin Joseph is your biggest weak. Gosh, link. Calvin Joseph is your biggest weak link. But here's Dak afterwards explaining the two interceptions that Noah Brown later take, took, took credit for, took blame for when it came to the last one. Yeah, late in the second half, uh, was trying to throw it to Dalton um, uh, and kind of got grabbed from the back at the same time as I was throwing. The ball just came out of my hand, obviously high. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Um, and then in, in overtime, uh, crossing route, was throwing it low on purpose uh, and just wasn't able to uh, to make the play and the connection between us two and obviously tips up and guy makes a great catch right there above the ground and ends the game. Jesse Holly confirming. I'm like, Jesse, be my receiver. What do you think? He said that is on Noah Brown as well. But may you expose yourself if you're blaming Dak for the final one because you're just, you're trying, you're reaching, you're searching, you're desperate. You're trying to figure out a way to spin it. And you lose football credibility. You, you lose your football card for today. You just do. Now, where I will blame Dak, actually, let's hear you blame Dak for something once in a while first. I, I will. Before I do that, do you want to hear the, the fan text that is blaming Dak for that? Yes. Okay, we got the 214. The problem with the interceptions is that there's always an excuse for Dak. Uh, that, that, that normally is the case. Like, we do run to figure it out and build our case depending on what side we're on. It's like a, it's a, it's like a legal battle. But we want to get it right, right? So, yeah. like, we want to know if there's miscommunication or things like that. I just think that's trying to get the answer. Another 2-1-4. Uh, Noah's a third-string wide receiver. You don't put the game loss on right. that. Let me, let, me, let me address that one real quick because okay. I, I got a few of those. Not one person, not one person throughout this whole damn game said anything but praise for Noah Brown the whole game. He was clearly their second-best receiver. It ain't Michael Gallup, who y'all try to tell me was a one, Michael, RJ. Michael Gallup's a problem. It ain't, it ain't Michael Gallup, who y'all jumped me, David Hellman, when I was trying to have trade discussions about him last year. Newey Scruggs on the Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I'm, I'm naming names today. Woo. I, I'm naming names today. All you Michael Gallup lovers, I heard Broadus give him props for a good block in the post. A good block. <laughs> Otherwise, poof, gone, disappeared. So not one person, y'all were saying Noah Brown is going to keep Odell out of here. Y'all were saying Noah Brown is going to keep T.Y. Hilton on the bench. He had six for 49 and two touchdowns and the game winner at one point. And now you want to try to be hindsight 2020 fan and say, who's not clutch? Why is he in that situation? Who else do you want him to throw to? Who else do you want? It ain't going to be Gallup. Is Washington even on this roster? It ain't going to be that bust Jalen Tolbert so far. So stop trying to act like you were being a Noah Brown hater until the last play of the game because I'm calling you on it. I'm calling you on it. He was the second best receiver. He's had a fantastic season. He's been extremely dependable. He was not at fault for the interception. Uh, I can't remember the team it was against, whether it was against Houston or Indianapolis. I believe it was Houston. That was not on him either. Stop. Stop being 2020 hindsight fan. It's BS. 469, it's not Noah Brown's fault. The game shouldn't have been that close. This is on Dak. Uh, We have the uh, 817. Dak continues to underthrow, overthrow running receivers, and two passes to Noah. He had to slide and go to the ground to even get his hands on it. The ball, uh, Dak, great game, please. Uh, So there's a a lot of Dak hate this morning. All right, let me me, me blame Dak for something, or I want to question what happened. Okay. So – Amongst the Tolos, when, when I put out the poll question, who are you blaming the most? I think they actually got it right. Defense number one. Well, you scored 34 points and you lost. 
What what happened? Where's where's Micah? I thought Micah guaranteed. Oh, give me another fourteen point lead. I won't blow that. That'll never happen again. Where's where, where's Mike at? Is he commenting on other quarterbacks they're going to face two weeks from now? He got more stuff to say about Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia. He got a political campaign he wants to support. Where where's Micah at with all his talking? But forty percent said it's a total team loss. Thirty six percent said the defense. 16% said Kellen. So let, let's talk about the third and 10. Okay. What was the original call? Do we know if Dak checked out of that? Because if you go back and look at that pass, the ball was actually thrown out of bounds. Like it was so off. I'm disappointed in Dak from a decision making standpoint. And two, the play wasn't even set up to be executed and caught on the sidelines by Noah Brown. He threw it up. I believe the ball was out of bounds. Did Dak change that? Was that the original call? What did Mike McCarthy have to say? Because uh, people it, are furious with Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy and blaming Dak for not checking the run. Mike McCarthy did not specify if the call was changed, but the way that he discussed it was that it sounded like he wanted to throw the ball on third and ten because Newey had asked him, "What's the thought process of you guys throwing it on third and ten instead of trying to get them to burn the timeout?" And he's like, easy decision. You're trying to win the game. He's like, let's just get the first down and end it there. Let's not even put the ball back in their hands. And so I understand that. Here's my thought. If it's such an easy decision and you're trying to end the game, then don't call it like you're trying to run out the clock the first two plays. Yes. If that's the case, then yes. then really go for it. Really try and pick up the first down. Let's go through the sequence, right? Because I think it's very important to go through time and timeouts. This is game management stuff here. This game management, which I don't think McCarthy's been truly tested with this season. Final drive in regulation. Jacksonville had three timeouts. I figured out how to read the timeouts on the screen finally. Aww. So good for me. So proud of you. Jacksonville had all three. Cowboys on their own 38. Up three with a minute 28 left. You got a three-point lead. You have to run on first down. You have to. I can hear Tony Romo saying it right now. So they lost three on the first carry. Second and 13, Jacksonville burns a timeout. They have this run to Tony Pollard that kind of looked weird. Timeout. So it's third and 10 with a minute 20 left. Do you definitely hand off the ball and force them to burn their final timeout? Play conservative, which gets criticized as well. Or, and McCarthy said that, he said, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Or do you go ahead and pass and try to pick up 10 or more? And the Cowboys went with the pass. Uh, I personally would have, like, I, I go more conservative than RJ. RJ would have been sitting in here saying, I love the aggressiveness. Uh, just go ahead. I don't care. Uh, I would have liked for them to run it. Jacksonville burns the final timeout. Instead, the clock stops with a minute 13 left. Jags have one timeout, and they get the ball back. Yeah, After I- a play that wasn't even close. Like, it didn't even have a chance. Yeah, I, I was not crazy about a lot of the play calling yesterday. I think people are furious that it was like a bomb, too. You know what I mean? I, like, I, if it's like a six-yard completion underneath, at least you keep the clock running, but they went they went for it. I, I And I'm okay with that throw, literally the actual throw, like the trajectory of the throw, if that's to C.D. Lamb. Because C.D., like, I'm sure what Dak feels like is you're pinned to the sideline. What you're going to do is you're going to use your leverage and then kind of separate, and then turn to the sideline and catch. Noah didn't do that. Noah was falling back. I think what the expectation would have been is if that was CD is that 
kind of separate, extend, and then turn to the sideline and catch. Noah tried to catch it falling backwards, and it just didn't work out that way. That's the difference of throwing to Noah Brown versus CeeDee Lamb. The play that I don't think we're remembering enough, where I think Dak deserves some criticism, third and three with 532 left in the third quarter. They had gotten the Duran Bland interception, and Dak throws that double coverage throw to Pollard, which was close. He dropped it in there, but it was... Noah Brown had run a drag. He was four yards. That would have been a first down. It was a tough angle to throw it because there was a defender's face, but Noah's there. Throw the ball to Noah. I can defend it, but he saw a big, fat D tackle on Tony Pollard. Like There was literally a a D lineman. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was... I thought you were quizzing me on whether it was a D or D tackle. It was a D lineman on Pollard in coverage. I think Dak was feeling it as he should have been. I I can kind of defend that. He's like... If, if we get this, it's an easy touchdown. But Noah Brown was wide open. Again, that can be hindsight, right? We're looking at the overhead all 22 from the coordinator booth and saying, this guy was open. But I think he saw that big D lineman on Pollard, and he's like, That's That's totally touchdown. fair. I just know, sitting up there in the press box, I didn't even see Pollard. I was watching the play develop, and I was thinking, first down, he's got Noah. He's going to yeah. just dump it to Noah. And he, I was like, oh, gosh, okay, this is where we're going with the ball. All right, let's continue. Star up, star down. You know, if you want to have some 620 phone calls, Let's change it up. <laughs> Not just eight. 620. Peyton will answer and we'll put you on. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Why am I sitting here defending the Cowboys and Dak Prescott this much uh, when I say This is wild. I know it is wild. But it's the overreaction of the fan base. It's like, it's these crazy mood swings. Makes me feel like my high school dating relationship with the bipolarism. <laughs> it's like extreme. If you want to hit us up, let's do it. 877-881-1053. And did Jerry say Odell is definitely coming? Next on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel. And Frankel, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. They go quickly from the 50. Lawrence back to throw. Late pressure from Sam Williams. He got away. Running left 50. 45. Fumble the ball. I think the Cowboys are on it at the 40-yard line. Oh, boy. It's Micah Parsons. He got careless with the football, and we believe that Curse slapped it out of his hands, and Micah Parsons recovered at the 40-yard line. And we all thought game over. That was it. Jacksonville was driving. Trevor Lawrence has broken free. He's on the run. All the momentum is on their side. And then J-Ron Curse has the humongous play. Micah picks it up. Ball game. But the Cowboys quickly go three and out. And we know what happened after that. What Sean, happened? Sean and Bobby. Bobby Belt here on 105. Three the fan choppies out sick uh, with the stomach bug. We'll see if he's back in tomorrow. I just want to quickly run up and down, star up, star downs, and then get to calls. Let's do it. We're going to do special 6 o'clock edition of calls. Peyton, is today the giveaway? Today's the giveaway part one. That's right. Seven o'clock hour. Y'all, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of the hype got sucked out of this thing because the NFC East is now over, but still game of the year. Christmas Eve, we're giving away the tickets. Expressway. Starting at 7 a.m. to the end of the hour at any point could be your chance to go to Arlington. Christmas Eve, we're giving away tickets this morning. All the shows are during their expressway hour, and then we're going to give away more tickets on Thursday. But 7 o'clock hour this morning, expressway tickets, if you're still going to want to go watch a 10-4 and football team. But my star-ups, J. Ron Curse, Noah Brown until the very end, Dak Prescott, Donovan Wilson with the fumble recovery, where the Cowboys got a lucky break with a butt fumble early on. Deron Bland. Humongous star up, Bobby's boy. He's a dog. And CeeDee Lamb. My star downs, Noah Brown, Kellen, Dak, third and 10 call, uh, letting Zay Jones turn into Keenan McCardle. Uh, Kelvin Joseph is the weak link on this football team. Jags at one point were 8 of 11 on third down. And then my MIA Cowboys that I want to talk about at 720, Gallup. Mm-hmm. Tank, mm. Micah did get a sack. I don't care about his fumble recovery. Uh, I didn't notice Diggs. A lot of times that's a good thing with a corner, but he was on Zay Jones for a huge conversion late in that game. These are my star up, star downs. Who's on your list? I got Dak Prescott. I think this is his best game of the season. Regardless, if you want to box score, scout it and, and cry about it, fine. But if you watch the way he played yesterday, that's I mean that, bo- that's what bo- you, you pay him to play. His like box that. score is actually. Incredible. 
Yeah, I just mean the two interceptions, and, and people look at that and go, look, the two interceptions, you suck. Uh, Tyron Smith was great at right tackle when he studied. A little bit of rust, but but the moments you saw where he didn't play great, that's exactly what it was, was rust. It wasn't like, oh, that's a guy who's over the hill. So hopefully the concern has gone there. They averaged 6.1 yards per play with Tyron Smith at right tackle. They averaged 3.5 with Jason Peters there. By the way, Jason Peters gets a star down. Uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, I have a star up and a star down for Noah Brown because I don't think you can ignore the fact that he had a huge block on the first touchdown run, caught two touchdown passes. Um, pass protection was great for the most part. Bland, my star down, Sam Williams had another dumb penalty. Didn't finish a couple sacks. That was a problem. Leighton Vander Esch's neck, oh. star down for that. He'll have an MRI today. Uh, Mike McCarthy sounded concerned about that. The linebackers were awful when Damone Clark and, and Anthony Barr were bad. Um, and then Kelvin Joseph, Jason Peters. And then the biggest issue to me yesterday in the second half, finishing tackles, finishing sacks. They were not wrapping guys up and finishing. How about Dorrance's injury? That'll be interesting. They're going to, they'll, they'll know more. I didn't hear anybody weigh in on that. I saw him in the locker after he, he looked fine, but uh, that was a knee for him. He had, had an ankle issue coming into it, um, but that was a knee, a separate issue, but he, he looked fine fine when i saw him but we'll find out more about that today i'm sure all right let's hear from the tolos texas tweet start us off in fort worth some rare calls in the 6 a.m club tt go ahead man how y'all doing man what's up Say, I, can, I gotta go to the start down on Dak and uh kelly moore they too close of age man they 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 ain't got nobody in the rec room the locker room to tell them no nah, we can't do that play they just run everything they want to run if you talk about the play calling they get rid of you like amari cooper it's back like Tony Roman Dez. When you talk about the locker room with Ted, anytime you talk about the quarterbacks, they get rid of you. What y'all think about this? TT, can I can I ask you, you say there's nobody in there to tell them that. Isn't that what Mike McCarthy's job would be? There, there should be, but ain't nobody. You just, you ask your own question, but I said, ain't nobody tell them nothing to do, so, not so, to do that. So shouldn't that start down be for McCarthy? Both of them. All three of them, then. I, I agree. All three of them. But hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. This is the Cowboys after the Eagles' loss. 24-6, 49. They scored 28 against Green Bay, 40 against Minnesota, 28 against the Giants, 54 against the Colts, 27 against the Texans, and yesterday, 34 against Jacksonville. Yeah. Why Why is Kellen Moore getting destroyed? Because it's a, it's in. I think I'm, I think you and Brian Broadus are at fault for this, leading the blame game, and okay. maybe maybe Kurt Warner to a degree with his film breakdowns. Ooh, what else? What else do you want him to do? What else, I mean, they're they're scoring twenty seven points for seven straight weeks. Here's here's what I'll go by. Was Dak as good as thirty seven touchdowns and ten picks last year? In the first half, uh, yeah. But cumulatively, was he that good? He was he was pretty good. But he wasn't as good as that stat sheet, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Were the Cowboys as good as 54 to 19 over the Colts? No. That's Kellen. That's Kellen the last six weeks for me. Wow. Okay. I, I think that Kellen's they've been good, but there there's there's very little feel for the game, I think. And there there were times yesterday where it's like, put them away. What do you do? Like, just put them away. And, and like I felt like, didn't you feel like anytime Dak dropped back in the first three quarters, there was nothing Jacksonville could do? Right. Yeah. Put them away. Don't don't just try and don't run a stretch run to Zeke. Don't run an end around a CD and put us in third and eight again. Scott and Frisco. Scott, you're up next with Sean and Bobby 105 through the fan. Hey guys, how y'all doing this What's morning? Up, Scott. 
Hey, man, you know, I've been watching Cowboys games for 40 years, and I don't know what this team is. Week in, week out, they're good, they're bad, they're hot, they're cold. It's exhausting. <laughs> I am tired of being a fan of this team, man. What are we? I, I don't know what we are. Nobody can answer me that question. They're, that, a, got, they're, they're, they're a talented group of individuals who lack a special little detail, in my opinion, to make you great. There, there are people like that in life. Like we've gone through a bunch of a, a bunch of transitions here at the radio station over the years. I would argue, in name, we probably lost talent. But when you look at intangibles, work ethic, little small things, wanting to do the job the right way, caring, we've we've made up for those losses. And the Cowboys. Just do little stupid things all the time that cost them. But if everything's going right, then they they can beat anybody. But I just I never trust them in major big moments. Yeah, it's like we talked about last week. The Cowboys are the Sacramento Kings or the Dallas Mavericks from the two thousands. That's who they are. And, and and unless something radically changes that we don't see right now. They are not going to win a Super Bowl this year. They're not going to make a Super Bowl this year. They'll maybe maybe they'll win a playoff game, right? But they'll get bounced if this continues. I'm not saying it has to be that way, but you got three weeks to really man up and and fix some stuff. Jesse and Rockwall, Jesse, you're live on 105 through the Fan Diamond Factory Hotline on a Cowboys Monday. What's up, Mr. Fourth and Long? Not hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I just want to make a couple of points, and then you guys are running with it like you guys do. Um, the first thing I want to say is that people aren't talking about Doug Peterson. The Jacksonville Jaguars are not a familiar team, but Doug Peterson knows the Dallas Cowboys, and he knows Kellen Moore. He outcoached him late when it mattered the most. Kellen was unable to make the adjustment. The second thing I want to say is that it's not Dak's fault. Dak played a great game. There's some things I wish he wouldn't do, but that's just what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? And the last thing is the secondary. The secondary's beat up, and while everyone screams about Brown, um, he is definitely head and shoulders better than freaking boss man fat. Um, and Bland, Bland played a, played a great game. Thanks for the call, Jess. You know the vibe, you know? And it's blown coverage. Is that Kelvin? That's the vibe. Yeah, that's his, that's his <laughs> thing. You know the vibe. That's the vibe. Mike yeah, I, the, 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 the Jaguars the Jaguars should work for DPD because they have no problem identifying Calvin Joseph. Oh, oh my Lord. Mike McCarthy was asked how worried he is about his secondary after the game. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm concerned. Um, I, I just, I'm more concerned with the health of our team. I mean, we've had a rough stretch here the last three games. You know, we're... You know we've lost. You know we've lost a number of starters, and you know, and um, but you know our guys are jumping in there. And you know, I, the things I pay close attention to is the you know the communication and the interaction, and you know, and, and Dan was able to still you know have you know enough calls to, to stay competitive. You know, we we're, we're in a bunch of situational calls during the fourth quarter and so forth, and you know have your young guys in there on that. So um, you know that shows that where they are. In their development, but you know, we're we just to be honest, we've we've had a little bit of an injury cycle here. You know, this is for our third game in a row, and you know, hopefully, this is uh, you know, we come out of this, we'll see how we get when we get back. So, um, and then obviously, we got one, we got one here on Saturday coming up quickly. Matt in Boston, Matt, you're live on Sean and Bobby. Go ahead, brother. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Oh man, this team is so frustrating. I just don't understand how 
this always comes down to injuries with this team. How come all these guys, these important players, get injured every year for this team? And it's been like that for the last 15 years. Well, and that's also- not totally true. They were extremely healthy going into the playoffs last year. Jerry talked about it, you know, over and over and over again. Uh, and every team suffers injuries. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Fair I mean, look enough. at San Francisco. They're on their third-string quarterback. That is true. That is true. you got to kind of make up for it with the players that you drafted behind them. But still, uh, and, and I'm a little frustrated with some of the big-name defensive players. Where's Demarcus Lawrence? He hasn't had a sack in, like, what, five, six games? Yep. Where are these guys that uh, Trayvon Diggs hasn't had an interception in five or six games? And I don't really see him out there. I mean, I guess they probably throw away from him a decent amount, too. I, I wouldn't blame them for when they're going after the fifth uh, cornerback on the left side there. But things like that frustrate me. And Dak, right now, I think Dak is playing well. I didn't – obviously, the, the last interception wasn't his fault. I didn't like the first one that he threw. But they came back out, and they had that great seven-minute drive, and they drove it down the field, and they had one of those statement touchdowns. And then the defense just caught all over themselves. And it's the same, same thing every year where the coaching kind of gets a little wonky towards the end. And it's just very frustrating because it started off so well and it looked so well when Dak came back. And now the wheels are just falling off. And thanks, for, not- thanks, thanks for the call, Matt. I'm very disappointed we didn't get anyone blaming Dak. I wanted a Dak-Noah Brown phone call for the pick. Uh, that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's the only reason I opened up the phone lines. I wanted to hear someone blame Dak for the Noah Brown interception at the very end, and we didn't get it. Star up, star down, 877-881-1053. Cowboys are in. Giants beat the Commanders. That put the Cowboys in the playoffs for the second straight year. That has not happened since 06-07. We're giving away tickets. We're giving away Eagles tickets in the 7 o'clock expressway hour. But this was an amazing sports weekend overall. Was it the greatest World Cup final of all time? The Raiders ending against New England and the biggest comeback in NFL history. All these things happen over the weekend. We talk about it next on a Cowboys Monday on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Messi's way offside. Lifted forward. Latour Martinez is going to get to that one. Knocked it down for Messi. Into the middle for Look, I can't sit here, and I don't want you involved in this discussion if you're going to contribute like you normally do, because I want to talk about this seriously. What are you talking about? I can't speak to whether the World Cup final was the best of all time. All I know is that that was amazing must-see television. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. That had everything. You got the storybook ending for Messi that the majority of people were rooting for. I thought it was over, 2-0. I switch, you know, on over to Bluey to try to, you know, entertain my son. Oh, I, I love Bluey. Everyone loves Bluey. I posted, like, a picture that had Bluey in the background, and Tolos were, like, naming the episode. It was, like, really impressive. They, like, knew the Bluey episode. I look at my phone, it's 2-2. I was like, what? So Mbappe on the other end takes over. He scores twice, so you got Messi scoring, you got their superstar scoring, and then Argentina proving to be the better team. They're going to win 3-2. Messi with the storybook iconic game-winning goal. No. Penalty kick again. Mbappe scores to tie it. We go into overtime. We have shootouts. Argentina wins the World Cup. That was perfect television. It was amazing. It was incredible. Uh, it was sex on the pitch, as we say in soccer. Um, you know, that that's something that we talk about a lot. And this is, uh, you know, I, I, I think we talked about that in the preview on Friday. Was like Argentina likely to get up early. And then I think I told you all Mbappe, a couple late goals. And that then uh, we, we'd get Cut it some, off. Peyton, I want to talk to you about it. Did you watch the game? Cut him I off. Did, I did watch the turn game. Turn off his mic. I, yeah, turn it off. Hey. Literally, I, I want you to keep it off. I want you to keep his. I want you to keep his microphone. I want to talk about this. I don't want to hear any sarcasm hey, in your voice. Bobby. I don't want to hear any sarcasm. Keep the mic off. Did you watch it, Peyton? I did. I did. Okay, and your thoughts? Man, it made me a soccer fan. You know, because see, I don't really watch. It whole- made you a soccer fan. That feels like a little bit of an exaggeration. So you are going to now like check into the Premier League and. Follow along. Well, World Cup League. FC you know, Dallas. I'll, I'll take, World I'll, Cup League. I'll, I'll oh, take so four you're years in, off okay, and then in, I'll watch it again. You know, because because now it's in the U.S. You're right? in four years from now. But, I mean, what an appetizer to the NFL Sunday, right? I mean, I was worried that this game was going to kind of, at the end, was going to leak over into Cowboys fall, which I think it did right because they didn't get right to the Cowboys game right after, did they? No, they got to it in time. Okay, you're pretty worthless for this discussion oh, as well. Geez. Bobby, you can turn your mic back on. Uh, actually, I should just get John Machota because he was filming the – concession areas in Jacksonville with everyone glued to the television. Did you go to a bar for this? No, no, no. We were at, um, we got to the stadium. Wait, at, like, he couldn't have, he couldn't have filmed. I thought it was. No, there's the a, there's a bar on like the second level of the stadium. So if he filmed something, he probably went down there. That whole stadium was rooting for Argentina. I will say clearly this is my bet. Um, but I was, I was, I was really leaning into it with, uh, like Joe Trahan from Cowboys PR and Todd Archer at ESPN. Todd, Todd called me over at one point and, Knows my opinion on soccer, and he's like, "You, you really into this? Hearing the extra time, you really di- into this?" I Bobby? know Trey hands a diehard. Archer's a big soccer fan. Like Archer, like we we could probably could add Archer preview the World Cup. He's big into it, and so at one point Archer like, uh, I think when it got tied up at three, like Archer was like, "Oh, like did that," and I was like, 
Todd, working press box. You've heard the announcement. There's no cheering. There, you will get pulled out. And he's like, go away. And I was like, okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> it was but, amazing. It uh, was it was awesome. We had uh, Trahan was really trying to then, it turned into a discussion of Trahan trying to sell me on like, you need to get out to an FC Dallas game, man. He's like, you need to get, you need to take the family out there. He's like, I'm telling you, it's fun. I was like, all right, all right. I will, I, I will go to an FC Dallas game, I promise. That was I, one of those events. Even if you didn't like it, you had to watch it if you're a sports fan. I love it. Are you just a fan of drama and suspense? It was amazing. I can't wait to see the rating. Now let's get into the kickoff dilemma. Because I was sitting there on an RJ and Spittle text, and Spittle's like, what are they going to do here with the game? Right? This is You got two 15-minute extra periods. You get a shootout. We're approaching noon. So they got, I think they went at like 12.02 to all the local Fox games. So we Mm -hmm. didn't miss anything, Cowboys-Jacksonville. What do you do if you're the head of Fox and you're weighing weighing what to do? You go to the NFL. That's your moneymaker. I think you start the, mm. no, you have to. You have to go to the NFL. This is the number one sport in the world. I know the NFL dominates the United States. That's what they care about, the U.S. ratings. Sure. I don't know if you can switch the World Cup in a shootout to another channel. I think you have to start the NFL games on FS1. I no. think I think that's what you have. I think, I, I think there's a bigger NFL audience, but, man, I don't think you can you can disrespect your event that has that has captivated us and has us sitting on the edge of our seats like this. Like maybe if it was three nothing, but this was epic. This is classic. But you still would have switched right to Cowboys. Yeah, well, and they, were, gone, they were going to. They were going to move. They were going to move the World Cup to FS1. Were they? Mm-hmm. I thought they were. Gonna no, move. there was an announcement. We were. I was watching on Twitter. There was an announcement that if it went over, they were moving it to FS1. The, the soccer. Mm-hmm. There was. There's no debate. There's no debate. There, there. I think there is a debate. Which one gets them flooded with more angry calls at their corporate office? If they switch for, if they don't start football on time, people are screaming. And there, if there's you a, if you switch out of this, wait till you see the rating for this World Cup game. It's going to be monstrous. It's going to be stupid. At nine in the morning. At nine in the morning. Okay. Watch. I, I guarantee you, it's going to be humongous. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I bet you the Cowboys game beats it. I would. I think you're right. Yes, you're, you're going to be right. But it's the end of an event versus the beginning of one. So, like, personally in my house, I would have just recorded the beginning of the Cowboy game and watched the end of the World Cup and caught up on the Cowboys. Does that make sense? Like, the, the magnitude, the importance of the moment of the ending deciding the championship. Messi, France, defending champs versus the beginning of Cowboys-Jacksonville. But, man, the tolls on my timeline, it probably was 3-1. to one. They better switch to football. They better switch over. Yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by that, that type of stuff. Well, and then, Bobby, you you even tweeted out a picture. Everyone before the Cowboy and Jackson. My name's game, Bobby, by the way. Oh, <laughs> but, like, everyone was around the TVs watching the game. Were they not? Is that um, Bobby for Mbappe or from – is that a Hanson reference for Trevor Lawrence? Yes, um, both. Okay. Both, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there, there were a few people that were into it. Like, I think Calvin Watkins, Todd Archer, uh, Joe Trahan from the Cowboys, they were all into it. Um, the rest of us had things to do. Like, Whatever, I don't, like check our phones. Who cares? And, I don't care if y'all um, are interested. I want to know from the Tolos. Do you stick with it, or did you want to switch? That's all I want to know. Eight one seven. I can't stand Bobby, but he's right. Boom. 
Even when I you can't stand me, you gotta agree. I'm oh, always it's like right. Me, it's like me praising Dak today. Thank you, eight one seven. Eight seven seven eight eight one one oh five three. What else? I want to know from the other Tolos. Two three nine. I wanted them to switch to the Dallas game. Um let's see here. Uh two one four. I watched all of it. And the shootout ended at eleven fifty five, got to red zone. Uh I love football. Eight one two. This is, is it F- o- this o- is football. Football. Uh, but there's no way I would trade even that drama for even a second of the Cowboys. Wow. That's what I'm telling you. There's start NFL and put World Cup in a box in corner of the screen or vice versa. Oh. Uh, let me see here. Maybe uh, that was the answer. Split, split screen. Yeah, there's some split screen stuff. Uh, if I was running Fox, I want a split screen of both of them. Uh, but the majority is picking the Cowboys. I don't see anyone saying go like I don't see anyone arguing for NFL moving to FS1. There are some people saying split screen. That's the closest you're getting. Wow. Okay. Fascinating. They just get two TVs. Well, we all don't live in your Rockwell estate. Not not everybody has cable. Not not everybody has a TV cost like two hundred bucks. Four. Like Look how out of touch he is. That's how rich he is. How much is he? Like, yeah. I don't know, is, it, is it like $1,000? What is it? Yeah. I got you. What's your Venmo? Let's get to the <laughs> craziest ending of the NFL season yesterday in the AFC. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. He scores! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw! Again! I can't believe what I just saw! This is unbelievable! <laughs> wow! On the first night of Hanukkah, it's a miracle in Las Vegas! Three voice cracks and a Hanukkah reference from the Raiders announcer as Chandler Jones intercepts the lateral in a tie game. Again! (laughs) You want to talk about, right, if Mike McCarthy's team did this, like situational awareness, the Patriots afterwards admitted, like, they just kind of went, like, rogue. They they decided to uh, go ahead and just start doing this on their own as was it Jacoby Myers yes so so Justin March Lillard who used to play for the Cowboys I saw him tweeting about it we went back and forth on it a little bit was he was that's what he said his read of it was as soon as the game ended was he was like that looked to me like Ramondre Stevenson was just trying to do like a quick pitch yeah like oh here's an opportunity and that then Jacoby Myers interpreted it as oh we're doing this okay and that there yeah. that was kind that's of why Rom- you don't freelance that was Romo's explanation like okay maybe they're caught up in the moment I don't know if I, I don't I don't blame Ramondre. No, I think he, like, you remember Randy Moss catches the pass and then, like, pitched it to Michael Bennett. That was a famous play where he's getting tackle pitch. It's just a, you're doing it as like a, hey, he might be able to score here. I don't intend this to become like Stanford Cal. And then Jacoby Myers just interpreted it wrong. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. let's run around. This is what we're supposed to do, yeah. I guess. And it was a tie game. So Chandler Jones, the former Patriot, runs through Mac Jones. Mac and, Jones. And Josh McDaniels, the former Patriot, beats the mentor, and Bill Belichick. And then I know I got burned on Twitter when it came to this game. I know you got burned on Twitter as well. The biggest comeback in NFL history on an awesome football Saturday. Cousins, first and 10 from his own 36-yard line. Back to pass, green left to Dalvin. Turns it up outside the numbers for the 40. Gets to the 50. And he's lost! Dalvin, 20 to the left. 15-10, 5, touchdown! 
had to drag a Colt into the end zone. 34, Indy, 2.15 to go. 36-7 late in the third quarter. 36-7. Could always be worse, Cowboys fans, you know? Uh, it's funny. I was I was the MVP of the charter flight because I was able to hook up to the Wi-Fi and get on my YouTube TV. And so for the entire fourth quarter and overtime, when we sensed this game was turning, I was sitting in my row and I'd have my phone up and I was literally holding it above my head and we were all watching. And then in between plays, I'd put my arms down so they didn't get you. And then I'd hold it back up. So like, like the, radio? the three rows behind me were like watching it off my phone. And so we were uh, and we were all worried too because we were dipping below 10,000 feet. We were starting to land like in the uh. middle of overtime. And we were like, crap. We're like, there's in the middle of a throw to Justin Jefferson. And then it just started buffering. We're like, crap, we just lost lost the internet connection but we landed in time to get like the last minute of overtime and sat there on the plane and watched it and man it was Vikings become only the second team in 1551 regular season or playoff games to trail by 30 or more and still win so taking you back to the Buffalo Bills the Frank Wright game dude there are so many connections here so you've got the original biggest blown lead Frank Wright came back in now the Colts have this lead and they get burned by firing Frank Wright you have Matt Ryan, who has the biggest collapse in the history of, of the Super Bowl, now has the biggest collapse in the history of the NFL, and the last quarterback to come back from down 25-plus was Kirk Cousins in the You Like That game. Oh, my God. And then Saturday night, you had the snowballs flying in Buffalo for Bill's Dolphins. That was an amazing game. Awesome sports weekend, except for, you know, you know. Headlines. We're going to get to Cup. it. Not the World Cup. The World oh. Cup was fantastic. Uh, what we're about to talk about. Back to the Cowboys. Did Jerry Jones confirm Odell is coming? Your star up, star downs around the NFL. And we're giving away Cowboys Eagles tickets for Saturday night. If you still want to go, giving them away for you turning it on, leaving it on. Headlines on Sean and Bobby next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.